Hi friends, welcome to Cycles of Life podcast. My name is Jana Pusha and I'm a life coach, meditation teacher and people profession professional. Welcome to Podmas. This is episode four. Thank you so much for tuning in. It means so, so much to me. So this episode actually, again, is inspired by you guys. So uh, I've asked on Instagram for any suggestions and one of you uh, suggested that I should talk about seasonal cycles actually. How do we adapt to them? How can we adjust our routine for different seasons? And I thought that's such a good topic. It's definitely something I can talk about for a long time, (laughs) especially considering the name of this podcast. So it fits fits in beautifully. So that's why what I'm going to talk about today. So really some of the main topics really that I want to cover is how can we start paying attention to seasons around us? How can we start paying attention to nature? Actually, how can we learn from it as well? What is out there? What is happening? How useful and helpful it can be maybe to setting intentions for this season to actually uh, figure out what is important, what do you want more of, what do you want less of as well and how all of this is quite often connected to trust, so trusting ourselves, trusting the world around us and then what is in our power? Because there are still things that we can do. Of course, we can't change the weather. We can't change the fact that it's a very little amount of daylight during winter. But there are still things that we can bring more of into our life to make it just a little bit better, a little bit more manageable as well. And again, the importance of creating rituals to help with crossing the thresholds of different seasons to kind of mark the change because I think that's something is so important and often we miss. So yeah, if this sounds interesting, please stay with me and let's jump in. So I thought to begin with, actually, let's talk about how do we even start paying attention? How do we even start paying attention to seasons around us, to cycles? Because it can feel quite overwhelming if something you've never really done before, never really paid attention much of. So some things that really help me and something that is quite practical that anyone can do really is just to start really tracking how you're feeling what is affecting you journaling of course is a fantastic thing for that but just checking in with yourself and actually noticing how things how do you get affected by things so you if you've been listening to the podcast you will know that i'm very much a huge fan of tracking lunar cycles i feel very connected to the moon and I know it affects my mood quite dramatically so I've been tracking that for almost two years now actually and it's been life-changing practice for me so every two weeks approximately uh, there will be either a new moon or a full moon Um, if you connect it to astrology there will be in different signs so that will depend how things how I react to things (laughs) so that's something that is very useful for for me but even if you don't want to talk about astrology that's absolutely fine but just start paying attention what happens how do you feel days leading up to new new moon or full moon because I know that most of the time just a few days before the kind of the the peak of the full moon or the new moon I can feel it I can feel I feel drained I feel very emotional I feel on the edge and then when moon changes, I honestly feel like a wave of relief <laughs> and I feel like I can come back to being myself. It's like this 
beautiful dance. Somebody described it once and I really like that idea of you dancing with the moon. You're not fighting, you're just accepting this is what is happening. But actually, how can you adjust to how that things move? Things move, sorry. So yeah, that's something that I find really helpful. Again, I do little rituals every new moon and full moon, something that I find really helpful, but I feel like I talk about it quite often, so <laughs> I'll move on. Um, of course, I'm a woman, I, I menstruate, so actually tracking my menstrual cycle and seeing how that affects me, again, something that is quite powerful. And journaling on these things, what I find really helpful, so when I do any sort of rituals, I try to journal about it, um, I sometimes ask myself questions, sometimes I do a tarot spread, but just journal your thoughts, your general feeling, because it's really actually really helpful to look back. So now I have pretty much two years worth of journals that I can go back to and see actually how I felt during certain times. And the more you do that, the more you will start seeing patterns you will start to see patterns, how things change, how things shift, how cycles happen in your life, how it all comes back. Um, And I find it fascinating as well. Just again, something to look back to. So I do recommend writing it down somewhere so you can look back and just check in with yourself, see what's happening. Um, So yeah, that's where I would begin. But also the other things is start paying attention what nature does around and where can you learn from it? So if you are in Northern Hemisphere right now, so I'm recording this in December, <laughs> so it's very much very dark, very dark nights. We don't have a lot of daylight. It gets dark about three o'clock. So you don't really have a lot of daytime to do things at all. But just thinking about how can I learn from nature rather than just fighting it at all times and just complaining about how little daylight there is, how tired we might feel. Just thinking about what lessons can we take away from there. Because for me, I know I need more sleep in winter. I probably need at least an extra hour every winter. And allowing myself, so not pushing myself, not labelling myself lazy, but just learning from nature. Nature goes into dark. All the leaves go away. Loads of animals (laughs) go into hibernation mode. Think about the bears. In winter, they go to sleep. I know, I know we're not bears, but actually I think that's such a good metaphor. That just giving ourselves permission to do that. Look at bears, they're fantastic, beautiful animals. But they can do what they do if they don't go into complete rest for a few months every winter. So how can we apply it to our lives? And I know it's not always easy of course it's not especially in our modern society how busy we all are how much stimulation there always is around us but just trying to bring a little bit of that mindfulness into our life how can we slow down a bit how can we be a bit more gentle with ourselves and actually something that i find really helpful and i do recommend it to coaching clients as well is if you're feeling down if you start feeling like you're lazy, you're not doing anything, you're not achieving anything. Think about it from that perspective. If this was your best friend and they felt that way and they were telling you all this, that they just feel so unmotivated, they just feel tired, they feel like they just want to sit on a sofa, watch comforting movies, drink tea, what would you say to them? What would you say to your best friend? And either you thought of that, why are you not saying that to yourself? 
Why are we so harsh with ourselves? Whereas we would be so much nicer to our friends. So actually, what can you take away from this? How can you turn it around? How can you be nicer to yourself? How can you be more gentle when needed? I think it's with that actually comes a lot of liberation, a lot of freedom and actual realisation that you're not a machine. You can just perform at this, I don't know, 95% capacity at all times, disregarding the season, disregarding the weather. It's impossible. We're part of nature. Yes, we have removed ourselves or we tried to remove ourselves from nature in the last few centuries, but we're still part of it, like it or not. So actually, how can we connect a bit more to that? So I think that's something that is quite helpful and hopefully maybe shift your perspective a little bit as well. Another stuff um, thing that I find interesting and helpful actually is how can we set intentions for different seasons? So if you think about the seasons that we have, well, obviously I always lived in Northern Hemisphere so it's quite hard for me to talk about anywhere else in the world, but I just think nature is such a beautiful teacher here because in winter we go into darkness, we go quieter, we preserve our energy and that's where things start to shift, things start to change. We kind of need to digest everything that happened in the last year and then that slowly moves into spring and we feel like we have a bit more energy, we have new ideas probably emerging in our life and that go goes into summer where there's so much energy, so many flavours, so much green, so everything is blossoming, everything is everything is full of life. And we feel that way. That's when we can create, that's when we can produce. But then that goes into autumn and we start to slow down. We appreciate everything that we have achieved. We start to slow down, we start to let go. And it goes into winter again. So this beautiful cycle, how can we bring that into our life as well? So I know for me, for this winter, my intention is just slow down, to allow myself to slow down. I don't want to launch anything. I don't really want to create anything new. I have a few things that I'm kind of working on in the background, but that is it. I don't necessarily want to go into or come up with something life-changing. I take it as a season to digest everything that has happened to allow myself space to kind of look through everything that I've achieved, everything that has happened, all the lessons that I can take away from that. And I think all of this actually comes from trust. So it's trusting ourselves, not pushing, not rushing. So trust in yourself like we would trust in nature. I mean, we trust that every spring the sun will come back, the nature will start blooming again, we'll have all the beautiful flowers coming back to life. We know that will happen. We can trust it. So why don't we trust ourselves? Why do we instantly label ourselves as lazy or unworthy and stay there? Why is it so hard for us to treat ourselves like we with nature? Again, trusting that the energy will come back. It all will come back to us as well. The energy, the drive, the want to do things, the want to change things. Sometimes we are just tired. Sometimes we just need rest. So yeah, I think it's quite very useful um, and just bringing a bit of mindfulness into your life and actually just setting those intention. What do you want for the next few months? What would be helpful to you? What do you crave? And again, similar and connected to that is what rituals can you do that will help you with crossing those thresholds of different seasons? 
how can you mark that this is the end of one and this is the start of the another? So what I do, I follow seasons. I'm quite like the um, kind of the pagan holidays. Um, they're connected to Celtic traditions. You don't have to follow that. You can follow whatever you like. Um, but I think they explain things quite nicely. And actually with those holidays, with pagan holidays, I think they create beautiful rituals, beautiful times to reflect and set those intentions as well. And again, something that I like to do is have a clear out. Maybe you can put the new bedding out. Maybe you can move things around your house. Um, maybe bring a bit of fresh flowers into your life. Um, I do like fresh flowers. I know they can be a bit, um, what's the word? Unsustainable. I think that's probably the word that I'm looking for. Um, but they bring me so much joy. So actually bringing some of the seasonal flowers into my life, that really helps me. Food as well. So can you switch a bit more, some of the vegetables, go back to a bit more seasonal stuff. I'm all about the soups and kind of home-baked cookies right now in winter time, all about teas. Um, I love chai, so I drink a lot of that as well. Get your nicest jumpers out of the storage, your comfiest, biggest coats. Maybe buy yourself a new hat, a new beanie, just to mark the seasons, to mark the change. And how can you practically make this season as delicious for yourself as possible? Again, can you bring more candles? Can you get more fairy lights? More books? Maybe some nice walks in nature. Maybe you would like a hobby that you would like to finally try and do something different. Maybe you would like to travel, so book that for you. Book time to spend with your friends. Maybe cinema trips. Maybe solo coffee shop trips. Arrange it. Plan it in. Put it in your diary. Just to bring a bit of that deliciousness into the season. What things do you like about this season and more? Bring more of that into your life. So that's how I feel about seasonal changes, seasonal cycles and actually adapting to them, not fighting against them because often that's what we do. Um, And I do know those people feel a bit more depressed. They struggle with their mental health during these darker months and I get it. So if that's you, ask for help. There are people who can help you. Ask for help, work with a therapist, but also Think, what can you practically do to make it a bit easier for yourself? Are there things that maybe you can cancel? Are there things that you maybe can say no to? To create more space, to make it a bit easier for you to get through. And again, just think about all those delicious, beautiful things that make you feel better. How can you bring more of them into your life? So thank you so much for listening. I'm really hoping that was useful. Again, let me know what you thought. would love to hear how has something resonated with you. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Uh, maybe share this with your friend as well. Maybe they will benefit from listening to this episode. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe if you haven't. Again, you can connect with me on Instagram. You can follow me there. Um, you can subscribe to my newsletter. So if anything new comes out, you will be the first one to know. And again, thank you so much for listening (laughs) and I'm sure we'll meet very soon. Thank you. Bye.